Good morning, those good old-fashioned values. Uh, we are... F- w- fuck, I whiffed that. Hang on. Kill yourself. Good, <laughs> good morning, those good old-fashioned values. Uh, it's us again, and we are once Buenas again returning to the, to the world of American Dad. And we are talking about the final full season on Fox. Season. And and the final technical season, since yeah. scheduling yeah. TV shows are stupid. Season 10 of American Dad. Um, and, and, uh, and the three episodes of season 11 that we were kind of lumping in with it. Uh, yeah, because it's a three-episode season. We're not yeah. dedicating a whole season of video to three episodes. All right, so we are talking about seasons 10 and 11 of American Dad. And uh, I'm completely fucking out of my element. I'm sorry. Ty, take okay. over, please. I literally yeah. don't know so, what to do. So, so we jump into the, back into the world of Langley Falls with a season that has its up moments, I think, largely is kind of like towards the middle like it, it's middling as far yeah. as american dad seasons go so far but it it is definitely not as unwatchable as american dad is probably even like at the sim- like at the same point in its life cycle i would imagine you mean family uh, guy what did yeah. i say did i say american dad again you said american yeah. dad yeah yeah i, mean, I meant it, i meant family this guy. was 2013 so i think family guy was on like season 13 or 14 yeah this is better than that this is way oh, absolutely that. this is still yeah. a really solid show for what it is even as I'm like pretty mixed on this season, I love the way a lot of the episodes are constructed. I, I Once again, the cast is having a great time. All the characters get to cut loose so much that it's hard not to get some enjoyment out of it. And there's some fantastic episodes in yeah. this. I, I think the, the defining overarching problem with this season is not it's it's quality, but it's consistency. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think the, that the, there are stinkers in here. There are yeah. definitely stinkers. I honestly feel like this season, although it's better than like the older seasons, which I didn't like, this season felt like decent regression to the problems of older American Dad, where it, it feels like they're leaning back into political satire at this hmm. point. Because there is a lot of, I mean, there's always bits and pieces of it throughout the seasons, but there are so many episodes, especially in the back half, that deal with like these kind of more political topics, especially like Occupy Wall Street, and right. all of it whiffs, all of it is insufferable. It's it. I'm sorry, I just like I don't care about Stan as like the conservative stereotype. What made the show good was leaving all that stuff behind and just kind of being wild and out there. And where, if it's yeah. if, if it's any consolation. Uh, the TBS seasons, which uh, start next time we do this, don't really continue. They shy. Yeah. Yeah, they, they shy away from it a lot. I will say, though, that uh, I, I think the jokes about hipsters were both very topical and very funny. Um, <laughs> like, they do be pretending to be things and wearing shirts with guitars on them. Yeah, <laughs> can we just say, can we just say, that episode might be the most fucked up thing Roger has ever done. Just yeah. like, yeah, you're going to hell now. <laughs> uh like it's so quick to and be minor, fair the guy was an asshole yeah the yeah guy exactly he, yeah, he, he, he probably didn't play guitar well he was probably going to hell anyway yeah, yeah and yeah you know two out of ten like uh like like a four out of ten twitter poster yeah they that like he's kind of annoying and don't really laugh at when they show up on your timeline yeah that guy deserves to go to hell you know the oh, one a- andy, andy 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 
Ixnay on the you're going to LA. <laughs> so I think that one of the key examples of why this show seems to be reverting back is there is a lot of Haley this season. Yeah. We, we talked a little bit about how they didn't really know what to do with her in like the middle ages of the show that we loved. But yeah, yeah back, back now when the that... Frankish Kings were running the show for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and well, now that we're out of like the, the golden years of American dad, they've kind of found a way to bring her back and it's just, make her do the annoying shit from season Ma- one yeah again. Ma- make her lisa simpson yes yeah except instead of like having the innocence of a child she's just like a shitty 19 year old divorcee yeah <laughs> um, yeah but she gets better when jeff comes back yeah no, she and, does I mean, but right now she is in a very yeah. awkward spot for her character the absence of jeff you know we're gonna talk about it in a bonus episode it's a bold swing and we always bitch that these shows don't commit to long form yeah. storytelling but jeff's absence I like him a lot. He he's he's always fun when he's in the episodes. I like how like afraid of everything he is, how he's like almost too nice for the show and I, I like the I I really love the swing that they went for here, but uh, again, I his absence does feel like a problem at some point. Well, again, he's back next season, so I'll look forward well, to that. And and the thing about the long-term storytelling thing is like this, I think this is the closest that any of these shows has ever gotten to it. But really, like, what it boils down to is that Haley's character reverts to her annoying pre-Jeff say, and Jeff shows up, like, once a season to do alien stuff. Like, like it, it yeah. is definitely cool. closer, like... but it, and it's, it is cool, but it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I mean, it feels less like an ongoing story and more like an anthology, kind of, you know? Yeah, that's, it's very episodic. It's very, yeah, hey, we're checking in now. With, which and and that's not terrible, but I I just and I think that they it is cool when they do it. I don't think they do it as much as they could, um, hmm. which I mean also would probably lessen the impact. Jeff showed up like all the time doing his stuff, but like I don't know. I, I think once per season is like I, I I don't know. I think there is more they could have dug into with it. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll save that for the bonus episode. But uh, sure, you, you know I think we can we can agree that uh, while Stan and Haley might not might be a bit more rough. Uh, there's a lot of good Stephen Francine this season. Yeah. There's a lot of good Stephen Francine this season, but if I can continue to be negative, do it. The B plots this season also are really, really struggling. At Very point. Yeah. Like, yeah. They they really want to give everyone in the family something to do each episode, and they don't really need to. And a lot of the episodes that just means that there's like maybe three scenes on the side where like Klaus and Roger, you know, open a factory yeah. or something. It's, and it's, and it, it's a shame because this uh the show used to be so good at like giving all of the characters something to do in the A plot, and now it, yeah, it's it literally like one one of them is just roger and klaus are in a car together like yeah yeah and they um... they really they they i think they tried to go traditional in a way that like it went against what was already working for them yeah and they they would if there were a plots and b plots they would find ways to like sort of weave them together and like well the a plots in this are still like well constructed and they find ways to like pay off everything the b plots are just kind of the side cast just kind of hanging around for a little bit yeah multiple times like literally they have b plots that are just like inserted minute long scenes into the a plot like i'm thinking of the the suit one that you brought up with like the commercial and the hideki and stan and roger make a 
what cake invention from the independent movie one it's like yeah like a lot of them really do feel like they go they make an effort to make the b plots throwaways so that they can devote more time to the a plot which like isn't the worst thing in the world but it's just a shame because they used to be so good at like yeah mixing those and weaving those and and making them fit together yeah Yeah. no it's a disappointing regression um other than that all the characters that we like in this season like steve and uh francine they're great here but again, we're, we're not seeing as much of what we love out of them this season, too, I feel like. Like, Francine, she's dialed back a bit. And I think part of that might just, part of this this disappointment with the season, for lack of a better term, might just be because of the way we are watching it, in the sense of we are sure. actively sitting down and watching this progress. Whereas I feel like if you just showed these episodes sort of randomly, I think this would hold up more. I don't know how, like, when we when we do our, you know, big American Dad retrospective, when we were all right. caught up. Oh god, I, don't know I can't how many... we're gonna have to do that. That's so gay. I don't, I don't know how many episodes from this season will make on my best episode list or whatever, but like, you know, I, I don't feel like there's that many as well that'll make it on my worst. Um Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I think that this is overall just a season where everything feels like it's kind of phoned in like even the good stuff i I guess there's some episodes that are like really like that are obviously swinging for it like we'll talk about christmas with the krampus um and you know there's a couple of other parts that hold up well like the disneyland episode i like the the news one yeah the news one's solid but uh overall though like even a plots are well constructed but they don't have like the same energy that the show used to have and i hate to say it but going into this Early on, my big problem with the show is that it was more clever than funny. And in the middle seasons, that went away. The show was really clever and, like, really laugh-out-loud funny. And now it's kind of back to where it started. I can, like, appreciate the setup of a lot of the jokes this season, but the amount of, like, times I actually laughed out loud is getting increasingly scarce. Yeah, Yeah, and it's not even as clever, I think, as it was in, like, those kind of what like season three through five or whatever but it but yeah. it is sort of carried by like better overall like characterizations like these this is the cast of american dad that you still like as opposed to earlier seasons where everything like they didn't really know what to do with roger yet and stuff mm. right yeah i mean again it's like fine it, it's like it's carried by that it's carried by like the energy of the cast but it uh I don't know. It just feels like I'm not surprised that it got moved over to TBS after this because it just yeah. like no one's heart really feels in it. I, I will say, though, and and I, I may I may change my tune depending on how the TBS seasons go. I don't think I will, though. I am glad the show didn't get canceled, canceled, because this could have been the last season. Because, again, yeah. uh, like American Dad has, has become one of my favorite like animated series of all time. Like it's. It's really, like, it's it's a good show. I really like this show. And I still think if you're, like, binging the show like us, you would enjoy this season overall. But, yeah, I, I, I do think, like, this season is definitely showing, like, I am very glad that we do get the the, the new showrunner and the, the status quo change uh, next time. Because you can feel it. This, for the past yeah. two or three episodes, it's I... been like, yeah, it's good, but it's, it's just, it's, yeah. it's, it's slowing down. I mean, I, I'm still waiting to see if that it turns out to be like a pet cemetery thing. Like, because I remember seeing some stuff on TBS that was kind of dire. Uh, I don't know if like it all is, but I remember there was there some is stuff definitely where I was some like, there. There is there is more dire stuff, but there's still good stuff. Um, yeah, I am. Uh, yeah, so I, I am hesitant to see where it goes from here. But I think you're right in that, like, whether it's just because like budget constraints because of like decreasing viewership or if that you know decreasing viewership was caused by like 
a lack of interest in the show by the creators or however that ended up working out, I think you can definitely see like the steam of this thing starting to run out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If I can flip it over to the positive side, uh, there is a lot of Avery this season. Oh yeah, Patrick I was about to go yeah, there. Yeah, he rules. He's Patrick so Stewart good this season. Is in like every episode, and he's a main part of almost every episode. And Patrick Stewart is always phenomenal. He's living here. Yeah. yeah. If if there is if there is one person on the show who is never phoning it in, it is Patrick Stewart. Again, is, I, I've referenced this before, but God bless fucking fucking classically trained, like very articulate and intelligent British actors who come overseas and just star in American garbage. We, we <laughs> yeah. salute you. You you make the world a much better place. Yeah, I mean, and it is so funny, like how often, in, maybe not even funny, but it's just so often in this season, Avery's plot comes down to like, he's just trying to molest someone. Yeah. <laughs> or like, or like he's trying to like murder someone because they inconvenienced him or just. Yeah. It's, it, I honestly, we talked last time about how like that was kind of like Roger's like most yeah. evil season. This is kind of like Avery's most evil season. But with he's Avery, basically it works. become Roger. He's, been, he's, yeah. But Avery works more than Roger, I think, because, like, Roger is a part of the main cast. Roger right. is the, the fo- Like, Avery is still a side character, so it's like, yeah, who gives a shit? Let him be an asshole. Yeah, Avery's allowed to be evil also because it's Patrick Stewart doing his, like, Patrick Stewart voice, and yeah. you don't care. He where, sounds fancy. Like, yeah. Seth, Seth with Roger, I, I love Roger, but Seth taps into, like, a certain type of annoying gay guy with that yeah, voice. Himself. And when he's just being God awful- when he's just being awful, it small doses are all I can take of that. Right. But there was sort of a shift where they just let Avery be evil as hell. And most of the time this season, Roger is just like put upon or inconvenienced, which I think is yeah. better for him. Yeah, Roger is, I mean, I hesitate to say he's getting characterization in this season more than he already did. But like, it definitely does feel like Roger is like kind of breaking out of being the evil guy and kind of coming into like being his own character with his own problems in a way that he hasn't been in a while. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But, but without like ditching the persona stuff and going back to Right, of course. Because early Roger is like basically nothing <laughs> right but, but the personas have problems now like they're the, yeah, the personas that's have deeper uh issues than just like what if he was this funny guy right now mm. which i think is a good choice for him absolutely yeah oh man beyond that uh this is the, like you said before this is a good steve season his his friends don't get a ton of play but steve i've really come to enjoy in the show both on how you know you said in the first season back when steve's character was that he was like repulsively horny that he would eventually just become like the nicest person on the show and he, he definitely has become that here he, he's, well, sort he's of become, also like, the like innocence of the a show. bratty little so he's a soy boy he's, yeah. he's also I will also say more this season more than ever. He is also the most incesty person on this show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it, I don't know. It's funny. It's I, 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 it's, I, fu it's funny. But like minded. every episode, he is either trying to fuck an adult or his mother or both. Or Rogers, and not or just Roger, the, all the Rogers. Or his sister, or... I, I also <laughs> want to say, like, Steve... Like, there are a lot of, like... Every Steve episode, I think, is, like, good. Like, you've got the, the fucking... The grocery store episode where he's just bossing his dad around. You got, like, the, um... Like, Steve is basically the, the main character, for lack of a better term, of, like, season 10 overall, in terms of, like, he's the one who gets the most spotlight, I would say, this season. Mm. Other than that, uh, Stan... 
Stan, like like Haley, is sort of regressing to his old like Republican self, which oh God, I yeah. But the, the the difference is like that's only in the real Haley episodes. Outside of that, he's definitely like like it's it's not like Haley where it's like he's consistently that. You also got stuff like I like again the grocery store episode and the Krampus one, and you're like like there are definitely like good Stan episodes this season. It's just that like that there are also like it, it, it's inconsistent. It's not that Stan is bad. It's that he's very inconsistent. This season. Yeah. So moving away from character stuff, unless you guys have more, the the one thing I did notice about this season, and I think it's kind of been a. Uh, like a process throughout like the past couple, but I think this more than ever is like, they are really going full flight of fancy with like the episode, like the concepts of the episodes. Like, yeah, like they just make up the permanent record to build an episode around or like they just decide Krampus is real now. And that Stan's dad, like, kidnapped him or there's like huge time jumps in the episodes like there's like three episodes in a row that have like year-long time jumps in the middle of them yeah for sure yeah like if you were to put all of this together and like and try to make an accurate timeline steve would be like 19 by this point (laughs) yeah no well uh, uh, shout out to the those autistic nerds who like watch shit like the simpsons and try to actually make sense (laughs) of its continuity it's a cartoon you fucking pussies no they're doing god's work they're yellow the and they're made out of paper fucking pictures. no on. i was the type of autistic person who absolutely tried to figure out the simpsons timeline <laughs> it, it wasn't like too bad but there was this one episode like later on where there's a year-long time jump that threw me off so it, it was difficult to do i mean um, honestly i'm making fun of them i am sure i did this with like phineas and ferb <laughs> Are there actually 104 days of summer vacation? I think technically it takes place over two summer vacations because they have the Christmas one in the middle. Oh, okay. Huh. Although I I don't know if the show, that's what the show's going for. But I think if you were to do like the, if you were to technically build up the, you know, the the full Zelda timeline of it, it would take place over two years. I see. I see. Uh, Hmm. Anyway, ready to move into the episodes? Uh, The other, one other thing I wanted to say. Aside from Ty being right that they do just kind of like, there's no more rules anymore. I mean, yeah. there barely were, but now there's just like nothing. Is that, <laughs> I hate how I can like track, I don't know, like when these shows were made. Like all these pop songs that I oh, that I God. heard in middle school are coming up onto the show and it's just weirding me out. Oh, like, yeah, we, def- we definitely had that with Family Guy around this era too. I remember yeah. that. Um, I, yeah. I will say though, there are some people I think on this show who still have like fairly good musical taste, even though it is kind of like fucking uh, uh, Phoenix or like Kaiser Chiefs or like the kind of like pseudo indie stuff you would get into at like that time. But I, I don't think they're like, I don't think they're on the same level as like Family Guy where it's just like, I've got a feeling or like. Yeah. Well, I, I just like call me by, uh, so Call Me Maybe and um, that song one of my mutuals wrote um, were both in this episode. And it was it, it just was jarring to see. Yeah, for sure. But but I mean, there is it's bit, not a I complaint. Think, it just yeah. it just threw me a bit. OK, yeah, I it's don't... like, oh, the, these shows actually take place in like a real like moment in time and aren't just like mush. And also, as, as Spencer pointed out on, on the Twitter, uh, it, you can also track the uh cultural attitudes towards big asses uh over the years (laughs) and how uh society used to be objectively wrong yeah oh just how it's just how like 
when the show started out in the mid 2000s like the ideal standard of beauty for woman was like thin blonde no ass and then like you can just see that standard change in real time as the show goes yeah. on since like the cleveland show this is a fucking horny show and you get to see how that evolves although for time. some reason unlike the cleveland show it feels a lot less uncomfortable even though often they go a lot more graphic um i, I, mean, I think it's just that this show is funny <laughs> that might just yeah, be it i also just think that the people making this are like i don't want to say normal but like i think they're cooler than the people who make cleveland show for sure they're not they're not perverts that yeah. play baseball also uh i i will say that we on uh those good old-fashioned values are baseline we we respect all body types here so like don't i mean big ass small ass we're yeah, it's, it it's, all. It's, yeah as long yeah it's uh it's not like yeah. there isn't um, and we want to look inside oh. all of your colons <laughs> Yeah, we, we, we respect all body types, especially those that want to flash us on Twitter. <laughs> uh, I right, think we should move on, on to the, the episodes. Back yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. See you in a second. I'm a bad boy. I'm the one they call a mystery. They? I'm the one they call insane. Oh. Ain't no other way I'm meant to be. I want this. Give me that. Are we to blame? Oh, no. If I told you once, I told you twice, I'd never be a saint. Daddy, no. Mommy, no. Ain't no saint. Bad, 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 bad boy. We want it, we want it, and you're paying for it. I'm no good, so bring me to. Coming and I see the way he gets whatever he wants. Ain't no other way to go. Don't you ever tell a no. When I want it, you buy it for me. We've got you in our aim, so pony up the dough. Ah, Steve, you're the worst. You want the worst? Well, you gon' see the worst. Cause I'm the best, the best at being the worst. And we're back. Uh, we're talking about a few episodes. And as much as we bagged on the season, the first episode we're going to talk about slaps. It yeah, is it's pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. This show always goes all out during the Christmas episodes. And this is no exception. Uh, this one is Minstrel Krampus. Unlike some of the other ones, this isn't like as. Oh, I just got it. It sounds as... like Menstrual Cramps. That's funny. <laughs> um, This isn't. You're not. You have to apologize to Jacob for that. Although I, I didn't get that either, but you still have oh, to apologize. Oh, okay. To well, Jacob you got to apologize for me for trying to make me apologize to Jacob. Yeah. But no, this one, it's not as like tight as Rapture's Delight or sort of Santa one. But this one, I don't know. This one, I like how all over the place it is. Like the, the plot of it is that, you know, Steve's being a shit. So Krampus, who was previously trapped by Stan's dad, escapes and kidnaps Steve. So Stan has to team up with Santa to rescue um, Steve. But then there's a reversal where it turns out that Krampus is the good guy and Santa is the bad Santa's, guy. Santa's hashtag, and, he is a like, totally cringe capitalist. Yeah. Yeah. And, he, is a, um, he is both a chud and a bench. You done? Yeah. Well, Krampus, so Krampus's the, job is to corncob him. It's like, it's like anymore? Ty and Spencer is like fucking <laughs> Lucy and Charlie Brown with the football. It's just... <laughs> I'm always pulling that shit back. 
<laughs> yeah. You always know the right thing to say to just ruin my evening. <laughs> yeah, the funny thing is, like, I get to see Spencer, like, upset in my head without even needing to see his face. Like, I yeah. just feel like he just has, like, this just, like, God damn it. She's doing it again. In, in my head, like, if I were to look into a mirror, I'd see myself as, like, a three-foot-tall little dancing jester. <laughs> yeah, you are an like that, that's, but Yeah, my Krampus, body image is just a little demon. <laughs> Minstrel Krampus. The, the reason why this episode's so cool is that, although this plot, like, is interesting enough, this episode, like, shifts genres, like, four different times. Like, there's... Partially a whole like uh, musical element to it, like sort oh, of like a Rankin Boss musical. Yes. But they like cut off some of the numbers, like Haley's singing about how much he loves Christmas. Yeah. And in Roger's best moment all season, he's just going, "What? What are you doing? Stop yeah. that! St- stop whatever." I this mean, is. and and that's funny, but I also do want to say there are at least like five songs in this, and like, oh yeah, four of them are really really good. Oh yeah, like, yeah. And I also stay I think- winning. Yeah. Yeah, hmm. no, uh, like Bad Bad Boy is, Bad Bad Boy is one of is my a favorite American. Ba- like it's a bop, it rips, it's a. It's jam. one of my favorite American yeah. Dad songs. Yes, um, and the the Krampus Soul stuff is re- like it's really really uh, good yeah. too, especially because I I don't think that most of like the other McFarlane verse shows really ever like went in the soul direction when they did music, and it's like it, it is a welcome change of pace. Are you saying that the Cleveland show doing like this horrible, <laughs> horrible, awful version of? soul music and if, Motown if, music. If the Cleveland show tried to do it, it would be like the episode of Always Sunny where they turn black. <laughs> it would be like, yeah, it would be the Wiz episode of Always Sunny. Yeah. No, the, the musical numbers this uh, episode are like all fantastic. The, the way that there's like the horror element, there's the action element, there's like all these different just, I don't know, it just bounces around all at once too. It, and- yeah, again, it, it is it is a great example of like what defines good TV of when you get to the end of it, you are shocked that it is only 21 minutes. That, uh, that yeah. like it shows, does so much. It feels so like it's twice time. as long. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And also, one thing that's great about it, too, is it really, it's like the best, I know I said it's not as, like, perfect as Rapture's Delight is in its construction, but it's still really, really well put together. Like, they have all these different threads throughout it, like, Haley trying to get a job, and, like, it's all uh, weaved together really, really yeah, well. Yeah, and also, I, I love how it, it clearly is, like, a Beauty and the Beast, like, you know, mock-off or, like, a parody. But they they are, they are understated about it. Like, they, they kind of accept that the audience will, like, get it, and they don't spend a lot of time, like, driving the point home unnecessarily. Except for, like, the joke where it's like, yeah, what if all of his, like, castle stuff were just, like, toiletries? Which is, like, a good I, little, physical, like, visual joke that they never have to, like, actually sit down and like address it's I, li- I like that they i like that they are confident in their audience sometimes you know i also like a lot of the the meta stuff with roger of like this plot doesn't make sense but they just keep brushing back to like shut up you're ruining the episode yeah. uh, and, and also like the 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 visual gag with the the cliff uh where he like picks uh stand lift stand well, yeah and it's like the different perspectives yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's very cute uh not not a ju- kind of joke the show usually makes but uh i, I it got a chuckle out of me no it's it's uh, no, it other is than a that, great though, this is just a great episode, episode. yeah uh so i guess we should move on to the next one family land family land is the other decently big swing for the fences this season and it's also pretty great it's not as good as minstrel krampus but uh this is them we want to do the simpsons comparison this is their like itchy and scratchy land episode this i think has the best avery stuff of the season really 
Uh, I think that yeah, was I amazing. Really yeah, I like the Avery stuff. This I, I don't know. But the the plot of Family Land is that Smiths go on vacation to Disneyland, not and uh, once they get there, uh, they all kind of blow off Francine, who's sad that they're not working as a family. So Walt Disney comes back to life, or he's called Roy Family. Uh, Walt Disney comes back to life, and he basically turns the he shuts off the park and he turns it into a war zone. And uh, then there's like a big battle that erupts, but it's uh, sta- saved when Francine manages to blast the smell of her cinnamon cookies through the uh, the park. Yeah, they're all like, so- "Mom's cookies." those are francine's cookies and then steve's like oh man i was hoping she would blast her pussy stink (laughs) so i i would also like to to get out of the way one thing that's that's always i like this episode but it's kind of bothered me of like i don't like how like the walt disney extra in this sound sounds like the most generic extra voice right like i mean he's kind of leaning into it with like the sort of emphasis with everything that like that's kind of like he, what he has thought, the intonation but, but not like the voice like not the vocal quality. yes yeah yeah it's just like a guy they get it's the guy who, who does like the voices for like family guy cutaway tv commercials yeah or something mm. and, and but uh the, i guess they were like uh relying on like the visual stuff to be enough to kind of like convey that this is walt disney without doing too much special about it but i think they could yeah, put and, a lot more into it the jokes in themselves are good it's just you know the, the guy they get it could have been sure stronger but i i do really like this episode See, the thing about this episode that I think really draws me in is that I I think I'm usually pretty good at, like, being the, being the non-autism, you know, the voice of non-autism on this show, but there is something that, like, gets into my brain so hard about, like, and, and it's tough to explain, but, like, things that are, like, when something small becomes a microcosm of, like, something big, does that make any sense? Mm. Like, like, I think I, I think I know where you're going. Yeah, like, like when the, someone builds a society out of something that is clearly meant to be smaller than a society. I don't know. It's just, it's like, mm. like kids next door, or like, you're, uh, yeah, or, or your like, brain fucking flashes yeah. and goes, "Lore? Is that lore? Do I need? Yeah, to, is exactly. That lore? And, like, and that, that is like, like that is like my, it's like ASMR for like the autism part of my brain. It is. It. It's, oh yeah. It, oh yeah. yeah. So that, and, that, and this episode triggers that triggers that in me too. So I, I get you. Like I, I could sit there for like six hours and just like close my eyes and think about like, well, what if I was in the cowboy part of it? <laughs> yes, yes, thank you, Ty. Yes, I'm, I'm so right? like I felt right? this way about the episode, and yes. I thought I'd be alone. No, I'm no, no, so no. Glad like, we have like, the exact same that is kind like, of autism. That, on this. Yeah, that is like the key to my version of it. <laughs> Listen to Spencer being all quiet in there, like thinking like he's better than us for this. Like shut the fuck up, Spencer. Yeah, uh, don't make a weird shape. <laughs> With your hand we're too busy talking about lore. no I'm, I'm i'm just thinking about walking around on the balls of my feet ain't, ain't nothing more than that <laughs> i i would, no, I, I, I get I, what you all are saying uh i would i would also like to say there are like good jo- i don't just like this episode for autistic reasons like there are a lot of good yeah. jokes like i like the roger harassing with tripping yeah. balls i like a lot of the avery stuff especially the the ending bit with avery uh with him just running yeah. around naked uh, zoo, zoo, harassing zoo. people yeah. mourning i i uh there is a joke in this episode that I think is maybe my favorite this show has ever done, where it's uh, in the middle of the battle, like one of Roger's fake spacemen, like Steve knocks off his helmet and his head explodes as if it was from the black out of oxygen. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's a good one. Yeah, 
Um, it's just so perfect, and like the rest of the rest of the episode is like I don't want to say realistic, but at least like obeys the laws of physics in such a way where it's like it comes yeah, it's, it's completely a, out of nowhere. I I also love Roger's Roger's speech right before the battle. Just die for me. Yeah. Just, uh, go out there and 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 die for me. And it's such a good Roger moment. Any yeah. questions? Everyone raises their hand yeah. and just goes good. right. No questions. Yeah. What a so shit. Good. Love them. No, I, I, it's a it's a good episode. I, I and I like when this show one of the be- like one of our favorite seasons. I believe it was season six. Like every single episode was something like this. So yeah, I get why they don't do it that it's much a lot of work, because I'm there's sure. both yeah. yeah and budget issues, but. Man, like they they rarely miss when they go all out like yeah. this. I think American Dad more than like maybe any show since The Simpsons is like the king of the big budget or or like the the big uh the big idea episode. Yeah. All right. Uh which one should we move on to next? Uh I guess I guess we're doing uh stands on the pill. It's time for the Spencer problematic episode. Let's yeah. go. Easy. This one this one is Spencer even, just like, a brought it up cuz he thinks it's, it's just hot. like no, it's just like an I easy do, dunk. So, like, yeah. you know, it's the concept we can, the concept is just something we can easily make fun yeah. of. It's Stan What if becomes Avery a was girl. a chaser? <laughs> it is, it is a, it is definitely the best trans episode we've ever had to talk yeah. about because, on the show. Because it's Because not. it's not really one. Yeah, the, the, it's, it's, it's a magic cartoon episode where like, Stan just, Stan just becomes a cis woman and is like, they ignore any sort of trans implications entirely, yeah. which is honestly for the best because they would they do would that fuck it up. badly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then the thing about, yeah, I think this, I, I think yeah. this episode. The, the, the real this, moral of this episode okay. is just like, the, the real moral of this episode isn't like trans yet. It's just like, hey, listen to respect women. Yeah. <laughs> Be a weepy, horny beard guy online. No, it's, um, I like that they have like, like the mad science angle where they can skip over like real world implications of things that would definitely weigh down the episode. But, and yeah. I mean, it, it does kind of like, the whole thing does kind of boil down to like a very simple, like, you know, men and women are from Venus and Mars type of thing. But like, there's something so funny about Avery, like consigning Stan to a life of like ruining his marriage and living as a woman forever, just so he can like get his shit, just so he can get it wet. It's so great. Yeah. I, I also like uh, the like humpback whale, like like all of the, the white noise they play just to ignore the women. Like that. <laughs> That joke's pretty good. Women do be talking women do be too talking much, so much. We be we be talking like <laughs> yeah, no Spencer. We be talking I, I know, almost I can't, as I much as we it. be shopping. Am I right, <laughs> fellas? Uh, Ooh, boy. I actually have another episode I want to talk Wait, about. If, we're, we, if we well, do we have anything? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. If there's it's like, it's fine. It's goofy. Uh, what about the, the B plot? Oh yeah, the. the the, the, the oh, the B plot yeah, is nothing. Yeah, I, I, I like the initial premise, but then they just get to like the the abandoned factory, and it's just, it's, yeah. it's just nothing. Yeah, I will say one more thing, and this is like, this is like, whatever, this is gay shit, but it's like, I, there was something kind of re- refreshing about like them not making a big deal out of the, like the, well, I guess we are not lesbians thing. Like they just, they kind of accepted it as fact, and like they, they made that part of the joke, but like the joke wasn't like, ew, I don't like pussy like you know i i also like the uh steve's just like surprised surprisingly disgust towards the whole thing i'm like i am a child keep me out of this yeah it's like that you were just talking about how you wanted to climb back up inside your mother last episode like you don't (laughs) don't play innocent yeah Uh, yeah i don't know it's just a stan as a hot girl is just i don't know that's that's a 
just a classic so, concept. Yeah, fellas, Avery what if your homies turned into a ten out of ten smoke show? Would you become British and try to fuck her? I I also something that just reminded me of. It's it's funny that in the episode where Stan becomes a woman, his tits are smaller than the episode where he gets tits with his son. <laughs> oh, you know what? One more uh, thing about this episode. So the so you're telling me the episode where someone in the deep state becomes a woman and and be, you know becomes sexually trafficked by another member of the CIA happens to have a setting called Epstein's Bar. Oh, and you're saying that wasn't a coincidence? Truth fuck radio. True fuck radio. True and on. Put me on. So the last one I wanted to talk about was, uh, in my opinion, maybe the worst episode of the season, Honey, I'm Homeland. Oh, uh, yeah. Honey, I'm <laughs> Homeland is... Um, yeah. This is the Occupy one. It's where Stan infiltrates Occupy and then gets brainwashed into some Manchurian agent trying to fucking yeah. blow up the Mount Rushmore. And there's a bunch of bullshit twists. And Haley, like, at first is like, oh, it's cool that Stan's doing this. But then she realized that's not who he is. And the ending of the episode is the most Reddit thing ever. Yeah. I will give this episode credit for one thing before we tear into this. I like the B-plot. The stuff the with Roger funny. and the candles is pretty good. Uh, yeah. Roger and Steve just have a sensuous experience together. <laughs> Roger and she, Steve do call me by your name shit while his dad gets brainwashed. Yeah, they're just doing call me by your name shit. Yeah. And then like Francine just comes up and it's like, what's, she's just like, Steve, can you come down here? And then Steve just snaps out of it. And then Roger's just disappointed. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I love episodes where Steve almost gets molested. <laughs> But, American yeah. dad loves them too let yeah. me tell you but um, I mean the the one thing is like it's so funny that like the, the whole and I guess it was kind of part of the joke but like the the whole you know deep dark plot twist conspiracy of the episode is like yeah the Burger King's kids club turned Stan into like a pod save listener and it's supposed <laughs> to be like we're supposed to treat it like it's life and death stakes and also like Oh, but but hold on, hold on, Ty. This episode is actually super woke and super left because it's super aware about how, like, FBI agents and CIA agents are right. constantly infiltrating organic leftist movements and trying to trying to uh, tear them down from the inside. Yeah. You gotta be wary of that. I forgot. If you, if you check the Wikipedia, it says Jake Flores wrote this episode. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, oh God. So... Uh, yeah, no, that it sucks. It's like the show at its like political nadir. It's it's just so lame. Yeah, it's... I will say Spencer spotted in this episode the wheelchair guy oh, has yeah. my hair and my glasses. It's Spencer after he DM'd one too many trans girls. And my kneecaps exploded. Yeah, only one of them has to go too deep for uh for the shit yeah. to blow up. No, but yeah, it sucks. It's I don't the whole joke of like, what if a multi? What if instead of you know terror? What if instead of Islamic terrorists, it was like multi ethnic guys with Liz Warren tote bags? It's it's the joke isn't like oh. all the way there. It's just kind of shitty and like vapid. And, I, I I I will say, audience members, uh, this episode was uh directed by tim parsons and jennifer graves and written by dan weber uh i'm pretty sure if you look through their twitter feeds you can probably find some like embarrassing shit about bernie yeah. bros somewhere wasn't tim like, parsons to... the guy who plays sheldon on big bang theory uh... <laughs> no no andy that's not him <laughs> you got me congratulations uh <laughs> see ty is being ableist and taking advantage uh of an autistic co-host for yeah. easy there's jokes. no such thing Can as we, internalized uh... ableism yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Listen, I have all the other internalized stuff. I'm, I promise you I don't have ableism. I know. No, it's, it's just stupid. And, I mean, if the point of the episode is like, haha, yeah, it is like, like, like the joke is that it's kind of limp dick, like the stuff they're going for, like, sure, but they never really, like, I, I think they kind of, a lot of, like, what we were complaining with more Movie 43 about, I think they kind of stopped at the idea and didn't, like, didn't build enough yeah, off they, of that. Yeah, the A-plot does feel very first drafty. It's not so. Ter- I don't know. It, it's just it's kind of lackluster, and it's like it it is definitely indic like not indicative of the strengths of the show at this point at its runtime. I, I guess I guess I want to say, despite like you know, before we wrap wrap up, uh, you know, despite our, our gripes with not liking the the first the super early seasons and having some some complaining about how the most more recent seasons we've been watching have been a bit repetitive, I would say. The uh, 11, technically 9, uh, season run of American Dad on Fox was genuinely good. Like, it was a yeah. great run of TV. And, like, no matter what happens going forward in the TBS seasons, I am incredibly glad I watched this with you guys. Because it's it's really yeah. good. It's a, re- like, it, like, Family Guy, like, I kind of feel, like, ashamed and, like, oh, you know, it's like, yeah, we did a Family Guy podcast, whatever. It's like, yeah, a lot of it's... American Dad, I don't know if it's still a great show. It was a damn great show. Yeah. And like I I will I will be standing at least for the good for the, the, the Fox run of it for like Yeah. As long as I can. I enjoy that we got to spend time with this show. Like as as stupid yeah. as that sounds, like it, it was fun watching it in a way that like a lot of the stuff we've done on this on this podcast has not been. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's it has been an oasis in just like any time we have to just like oh so much bad Family Guy or oh so much bad Cleveland or oh the bonus episode this week is a fucking nightmare. We can always come and we at least get to like look forward to the next American Dad season on the horizon and just be like yeah this is this is kind of great TV. Yeah. It's definitely not perfect, but it is great. And I think that, like, yeah, that, and again, that and again, be enough. Yeah, some of these seasons, I would say, are like, this might be the best, like, a- animated adult comedy airing on TV at the time. Yeah, like, I think that's definitely true. Uh, other than that, I don't have too, too much else to say, I don't think. This is kind of a short one. No. Hmm. Do we just want yeah. to bitch about stuff? I don't know. We were having a very fun conversation before this started. <laughs> I don't know if we can jump oh, back into it. Oh, yes, but... we were. Although yeah. Ty would probably have to edit all of it out. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, people would get mad at yeah. it. Can we just do? Can we do ten minutes of the guy who thinks SNL is real? <laughs> yeah. No, we were talking about Ty and I. We were talking about just what if there was a guy who thought Every all the skits in SNL were real. real. <laughs> He's just like terrified by Chris Farley. Yeah. <laughs> These guys are too wild and crazy. He watches the Night at the Rocks for his <laughs> and he just gets so it's like, why the fuck are they listening to this song so many times? It's so annoying. That guy is Andy, by the way. The guy, the guy. <laughs> I tune out for a second just to let you do your riffs, and I come back, and I'm a fucking punchline. That's yeah, great. love it. Yeah, Andy, Andy, if you smoke, like, just starts listing numbers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I would excuse me. I would list Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> oh fuck! No, you, a good a good a good SNL skit with Andy would be he would go to like um 
He'd go to a fast food restaurant and they would, they're like their motto would be like, we're the best burgers in the U.S. And then Andy would walk in and start debating them that they're not actually the best burgers in the yeah. United States. Did you did, just give a list? Did you ever see that sketch from like there, there, was, a, there was a sketch of fast food? <laughs> You're the Ben Shapiro of McDonald's. No, there was a sketch of uh, there was a sketch in like, I think, 2014 where the whole thing was just it's like a super long limo. And it was like in that, you know, David S. Pumpkins uh kevin kevin jake or whatever the fucking larry david one was uh where where the whole thing was like it's just a limo and they pull up to each window and it's just whoa they're playing a wacky character and i it's that but like instead it's just andy going to a different one and like listing a different burger he likes (laughs) Uh, and it's like a 20 minute long sketch no new Guy, guy who thinks that SNL thing is real, like he sees like all like the political parodies, and he, he he's like he thinks like, damn, is that really is that really Sarah Palin on the show? I mean, damn, she's she's stupid. <laughs> but he watches all damn. the Trump things, like, damn, I can't believe Trump said that pretty much word for word. <laughs> damn, damn, I can't believe that that fucking Donald J. Trump, the president of the United States. Is, is telling me that it's Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Did they got? Did they not realize that this snack sounds kind of like sweaty balls? <laughs> it um, seems like it'd be wait, pretty easy to pick are, out. Is that what the kids are doing these days for like a new Valentine's Day? Yeah. Uh, getting a getting a dick in the box. <laughs> that, that's an old. <laughs> well, okay, about. okay. Well, that yeah. guy's name clearly isn't Turd Ferguson because that's Burt Reynolds. Like we all know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, the same guy, but for for whitest kids you know sketches. Oh, I <laughs> just, listen. Just, go ahead. I don't know <laughs> whitest kids. Uh, you know. No, I was gonna. The only one I was thinking of is him just getting scared of the grapist. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, I I wanted to say about the Sarah Palin thing. I just awoke like a horrible memory of mine from fourth grade when I went to this oh, like no. really Republican school, and it was like inauguration day and obama had won and the teachers were taking us to watch the inauguration and this one really republican kid i knew was complaining and was just like there's a bunch of reasons why mccain lost one of the reasons is saturday night live people thought that tina fey was the real sarah palin (laughs) they were on an episode together (laughs) they were did they think she was a clone It's so good. It's, I, it's so, so good. Fucking good. No, 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 no. Show me, show me the fourth grader who thinks Lisa Ann is the real Sarah Palin. <laughs> Honestly, that's probably happened, and that kid is cool as hell. Yeah, now. show me. Yeah, exactly. Show me the fourth grader who thinks Bailey J is the real Sarah Palin. there we go Uh, all right we brought it home all right yeah do we have anything else to say this episode (laughs) no Uh, i don't think bye-bye fox american dad yeah it was it was we it was fun while it lasted i cannot wait to see what you do in your new one of my followers is in her tbs era the best era of the show the basic cable era all right bye-bye later
All right. So, which three episodes? Which episodes are we doing again? Uh, uh, Family Land, Krampus, and there was... we can do four if you guys want. Um, yeah. Uh, Stan goes on the pill. I think definitely. Yes. And then uh, maybe if we have time, uh, I, the sleepwalk one could be interesting. But I was thinking of uh, Kung Pao Tur- Turkey, maybe. Yeah, that could uh, be actually not that. I think we've said all we can say about how these shows treat Native Americans. Well, I was going to bring up more of the Asian American stuff, but I guess you're right. Um, uh, yeah, I, I guess I guess the sleepwalking episode's a little better. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we'll do, but we'll do um, definitely uh, uh, Krampus, Family Land, and uh, Stan goes on the pill. All right. Mm. In that order. Okay. All right. So Krampus, Family Land, Stan goes on the pill. Okay. All right. 